Cheryl, do you like my earrings? Oh my goodness, look at you. And I have earrings <laughs> on today as well. And I have lipstick. But you Yes, this morning I put I put these earrings on. I usually put lipstick on, and I think you said lipstick gets on your masks. That happens to me too. I can't believe it. It's kind of embarrassing to think they're all over my head. That I had mine turned the wrong way around and it was covered in lipstick. And I thought, well, you know what? I don't care. At least make sort of music. That's right. (laughs) They should make new masks with lipstick all over them as a joke because, but hopefully we won't have to wear them much longer, right? I'm hoping so. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining me today, Trish. And I welcome all our listeners who are joining in and coming to hear more about our topic of reacting or responding and that you have a choice and emotional responding covers so many elements it's business and relationships and they kind of all tie in together and I just I hope that you enjoy hearing what Trish and I have to share with you today and that you might find something that could be useful to take away so one of the things Trish I kind of try to remind myself um, is do you need to say this because I can respond right. very quickly and then regret my words and want to swallow them and go. Me too, Carol. Me too. So I think, you know, reflecting and then kind of holding ourselves back a little bit and just going, well, do I need to say this? Um, and then if the answer is yes, then asking myself, do I really need to say this now? Is this a good time? And I think that, I love that, that. you know, it can sometimes just give us a little bit of space between reacting and responding because sometimes the situation that we're in it's not going to go down well even if what we need to say needs to be heard that we need to be sensitive um i guess being you know self-aware of our own emotions can help us not overreact in a situation i know we were talking about this when we were preparing our notes um, and just we was talking about, you know, being self-aware, but that it was also important to be aware of what the other person might be going through. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, sometimes we, we think we need to say what we need to say straight away. And I know I do that. I feel the need to get it out to solve my own inner angst and resolve my own inner angst. And I know our, you know, the, the therapist that Joel and I go to um, calls that flooding. Mm. And I've been known to. We've been known to flood, get it out before we think, to your right, point. Right. And then I, I kind of think, you know, you and I have been learning in this oh, through 2020 and now to 2021, yoga and breathing. And I just think that, you know, there are things that we we can control how we respond um, to a situation. And I was just thinking deep breathing <laughs> is certainly one of them. Um, another one is just taking a break from the situation, you know, going for a walk getting out, removing yourself so that you could just give yourself a little bit of space. Do you ask for that when you're with someone or do you just kind of step away? Um, How do you handle that? Yeah, it's not something that I've actively tried. It's something that I would like to try. Now, when I listen to the Gottman Institute and they have this fabulous short podcast on working on your relationships Mm -hmm. and saying that sometimes things can flare up and get so out of control and then it's all just angry words and we are just reacting that just saying, hmm, can we just take a break and come back uh-huh. and go and do something? So it's something I would love to try. Um, yeah, but I have found generally that I'm, I'm much getting much calmer. Um, and I, I think one of our podcasts that we did prior was on the listening skills. Yes. And I think that trying to slow down and be listening 
has um, helped me a little bit, I guess, in, in reacting um, and, and just trying to be a little bit, you know, more sensitive and just reflecting, as I mentioned earlier, what else can be going on in somebody else's life. Um, we just, you know, empathy, if we sit in that for a little bit, perhaps can help us respond in a more encouraging way. But I guess it also still comes back to not to negate our feelings, not to negate our boundaries, and also taking care of ourselves and not being walked over. Yeah, there's kind of a center to that, isn't there? Not going out too far, but not being trampled on. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and, and then I think also sometimes, you know, thinking what is your overall goal in the scenario? What would you like the outcome to be? So therefore, does your reaction, will your reaction in the instant moment move you closer to that goal? And many a time I'm guessing the answer is no, because if we react without thinking, we might have destroyed the goal or not achieve it. Um, and it's frustrating because as human beings, we repeat it again and again until we learn the lesson. It's so right. frustrating, it's, isn't yeah. it? It is. It is. It's a, yeah, so I don't know. I guess some of the things I'm thinking, you know, learning, we can learn how to respond. I mm -hmm, do believe that mm -hmm. that's something that we can learn. And, you know, it's collaboration. It's the communication skills that when we speak about listening, that I guess if we slow down enough just to actually listen. And then conflict management. Um, yeah, I think that that is definitely, yeah, I love learning and I know you love learning. And I just mm -hmm. think that there's, sure there's just having this open mindset that we, we are continually learning. And it's just Yes, and the advantage – the advantage to learning, I believe, at least for me, and I've sure been thinking about this lately a lot, Carol, is being curious. You know, when we can look at something from a point of feeling curious about it versus critical or assuming or judging, suddenly all, a lot of my angst goes away because I'm looking at it as, isn't that interesting? I wonder what is causing that, or I wonder what caused me to do that. Love that. I love that word curious because it's friendly and it's soft and there's just something gentle about it. And there's enough going on in our worlds at the moment that I think we need some kindness and some softness and um, just, yeah, being, being kind to ourselves. How many times have we heard that with all that we've been going through? But I know that um, you had prepared some ideas that you had wanted to share as well. Yes, I love, and I love, I know we kind of go over this, you know, ahead of time, but I love that what you happened to have wanted to share really leaded or led, led right into um, what, what I thought about Carol. So it was kind of perfect because I really love stopping, as you said, thinking about, is this something I need to say? And then second, is this the right time to say it? And so in preparation for the podcast today, I chose to tackle um, once I've determined or that we've determined that it's the right time and we're going to give it a go to respond to someone, um, then how do we do it? How do we do it? Or at least what's one way? There's many ways. Like you said, we're, we may not reach the goal of resolution at all, but certainly there's maybe better ways to do it. And then what do we say? You know, how do we approach it in a gentle way? I, I do like curiosity. That's a favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Pausing, looking at it. 
maybe even just being straightforward and saying, is this a good time to talk about it? And probably oftentimes it's not. <laughs> Should we choose a time? Let's choose a time maybe when our and then I do want to throw something in a little random, which is not assuming. I've been told that I make the mistake, and I think we all do one time or another, is assuming we know what's happening in a situation when, in fact, we really don't know what's going on in other people's lives. And I've heard you remind me of that, Carol. It's important to remember we're not aware of that at all times. So once we decide that it's a good time to say something um, from my years of learning through counseling and therapy, uh, which I love, I love to learn as well, is mirroring. Mirroring is a skill. Joel and I fail at it all the time, but we keep practicing. Um, And mirroring can be with friends, with family. It doesn't have to be in an intimate relationship, but it's particularly effective with very close friends, very close family, those complicated intimate relationships. So, but mirroring really just begins with listening. And again, I, I struggle with that every day with all the different ways to communicate. So really listening to that person, um, allowing them to speak their mind and then saying, let me see if I get that. And Carol, we could probably pop this little list down in the show notes. Absolutely. And, yeah. I'd love great. That. And then the next, the next is, um, you know, let me see if I got that. You repeat it back. Is there more? And you have to allow the time for it. This is not going to be a quick conversation. So more often than not, it probably is better to schedule time, cool off. And so that's essentially, that's the mirroring process. You are actively listening. They're aware that you're listening. You're pausing long enough to say, let me see if I got what you said. They have the chance to say, no, you didn't, or there is more to what I said. And they feel heard. And as you and I both know, Carol, and most women know, you know, being heard is really where it's at. Mm -hmm. We want to feel heard. We want to feel validated. So better listening is at the core of the mirroring tool. And that's what I wanted to share today. And I love, I really do love what you said. First decide if you even need to have a conversation. Maybe, maybe they're just having a bad day. And if they are, honor that. Yeah, and it'll pass. Because sometimes rehashing too much from the past, we need to let it go. We need to, to learn from it um, and, you know, sit back and be curious about why it might have happened. But sometimes rehashing, we're not going to solve that. But I just love what you have shared, and I will pop these in the show notes. At the end of the day, look at us. We come back around to listening. Yes. Isn't that, you know, so that, that, that definitely us. is. <laughs> but, Trish, I wanted to leave a tip with our audience, and I, I wondered if you had something to share with them. Um, and I know we've got a little more to talk about, but I, what would you leave with all these wonderful people that are listening to our podcast today. I'm going to go back to something you said before, and I touched on a minute ago, which I still need work with. So anything I share, I'm always going to continue to need work with. So it's as much a reminder to myself, honoring when another person says, I'm not ready to talk. It's not a good time. Or I'm fine when you can see that they're not honor it, honor it. 
Don't try to fix it. I, I need to work on that every day because I want so deeply. And I know you're this way too. A lot of women, we want everyone to be okay. Right. And we want to solve it. We want to solve it. We want to solve it. And And so that's my tip. Just don't make assumptions and and honor their, their request. Lovely. And what I just wanted to share, because I think, you know, we share so much in this podcast and we're hoping that some of it's going to be inspirational. Some of it might be something that people already know. And just to stop the overwhelm, one of the things that I was just listening to the other day is that we don't always have to step into something new. So we could take, if there's something in what we've shared today that you are already doing, thinking of less is more. And that perhaps you could come back to that one section of going, okay, I'm already doing this. I'm doing the listening. How could you improve on that? As opposed to I thinking, love oh, that. I need this and I need this and I need this to add to it. You know, let's simplify. Let's take something you're already doing and thinking of less is more. Carol, that's a good one. Stepping it back and per- and maybe improving on something. Yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah. So I know that, Trish, you have got an exciting new small circle group coaching coming up June 9th, and that looks very intimate. It's only for six women. You want to share with our audience a little bit more about what you've got coming up in June? Yes, I am excited. I'm going to be putting the word out a lot because I'm excited, um, but it's also the first small circle. It's a small circle coaching. It's intimate. So it's some, it's very much in between the large webinars out there that everybody can duck in on and the one-on-one coaching. It's an intimate small group for women. It's small circle resilient coaching, and it's touching on the pain points right now, burnout, anxiety, um, giving ourselves permission, letting go of that doubt that maybe we're not doing enough for everyone else, really just having that discussion in, an, in a small, safe group of really smart ladies and I've got four spots left so I'm excited Carol and and thanks you're welcome and I know that you know I'm going to have all the show notes down but you will find Trish at healthylifemindset.com oh good you want to find out more about that yeah yes and tell me now it's your turn so Carol what are you working on and let's tell our lovely listeners um what they can expect from you yeah, so my goal this month of May is actually to step into my newsletter. I'm exploring a new passion of writing, and I am joining the London Circle of Writing three times a week where we sit oh, cool. for 60 minutes and write. I've signed up for another um, Magic May and inspiring me to write, and I'm just stepping into my newsletter. So I am going to be sending that out once a week, and I'm going to be sharing travel tips, inspiration for business, Great books, great podcasts, just sharing all sorts of things. So you can sign up for my newsletter at LisbonRetreats.com. And, um, LisbonRetreats.com. That is so cool that you're participating in a London writers group. It's wonderful. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I was oh. doing it in Bonaire as well. And they uh-huh. too, they do it at 8 o'clock, four time zones around the world. Um, and people just pop in and commit to writing. 60 minutes and it's just people get things done and they are fascinating all the different topics the things that people are working on from books to just their social media posts but yeah i can pop that in the show notes so people can know where to find that as well but um, i'm i'm curious about that that's good lovely so well trish i know that we've got our mini episodes that we're adding to our podcast now to give people more value because we show up with the long sessions um twice a month 
And so we're filling in between with our little mindful bites. So we'll have more of that coming up. We would love for you to hit subscribe. And if you know of somebody else who could do with listening to our podcast, we know there's a lot of podcasts out there. So Mm -hmm. we'd appreciate sharing our podcast. And then if you have a story to share with women entrepreneurs who love travel, who want motivation in their business, who just need tools and ideas, then send us a message. We have a website for our podcast. It's connectinspirecreate.com. And on the right-hand side is a little button that you can send us a message and let us know if you have a story to share and would like to be a guest on our podcast. Absolutely. We want interaction and feedback and, and ratings. If you If you like us, if you know us, give us a five. Please help us move up in the rankings because we're bringing it um, for bringing it and we love having you participate. So that was really well said, Carol, what you what you just said. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye.